just pretend that you didn't even hear that. It's going off like a nut. One of those, uh, what are the ones that pop? Stop talking first. Anna Martinez. Ah! Oh, no, 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 no. Plug in, plug in, plug in. Hey, everybody, we're back, and welcome to Slip Trip Trauma Warning from Jack. Guys, today is a Wednesday. It is March 2010. As Brad stated, we are back. We're back. We're back. We're back in action. Brad, what has stopped us from recording? Like all kinds of craziness. It has been everything. I I had disease. You had disease. I think I had disease again before we got back to this. <laughs> You've I, been moving. I, I searched for an apartment. I found an apartment. I moved in. My car broke down. I've been busy at work. You went geocaching. <laughs> I've been geocaching. You had me wait an entire day at my computer, waiting to see when time we would record, and then said, oh, I fell asleep. I really did fall asleep. Dude, I was exhausted. The day before that, I went snowboarding. Right, right. We're and that was... That's, priorities. That's an, priorities. That's an ordeal we'll get into. Priorities. I need to tell you about snowboarding, Brad. Please. But before that, I think we should start off this episode with some Dove promises. They're back? They are back. More Dove promises for a new year? We have new promises from a chocolate company for a new year. Welcome. For a new decade. For a new decade, 2010. What's the new spin on the Dove now, promise? Now, here's the thing. Martha Stewart has quit doing them. Oh. Probably for good reason. Really? Brad, I'm going to say, because uh, old school Dove promises were like very generic before mm-hmm. Martha stepped in. with some Right, promises. right, right, right. They tend to be like just proverbs or just like... Ooh. Old sayings. Mm, cliches. Exactly. Dove cliches. But they were at least established. Like, they were mm-hmm. things people had always heard of. Like, sure. You can't, what's something about it? You can't set sight on the ocean unless you lose sight of the sore or something like that. I can't remember. So what? You know what Dove promises are like. Sure, whatever. No, what I meant to say, I can't remember the exact quotation, but it was something about you can't sail in new oceans until you lose sight of the shore. Oh. One of those old oh. quotes. It's an old quote. Oh. Well, here's a new quote from Dove. Love comes in small packages. Have Dove you ever heard that before, Brad? Wow, that's... Yeah. Dove comes, love comes in small packages. How about this? It takes a bigger person to take the high road. Hmm. All right. Jump at the chance to give. Lame. These are pretty lame. These are the lame. You know why these are lame? Jump at the chance to give. You know why these are lame? Why? Because the first one, which again, love comes in small packages, mm-hmm. was said by Kayla from Armarillo, Texas. Oh, about her boyfriend's small penis. Well, who is Kayla, Brad? I, well, obviously, he's about her boyfriend's right, small right. penis. Which ones they can feel better? Yeah. Um, the other one, it takes a bigger person to take the high road, was from Charles in South Berwick, Minnesota. I have no idea where this is, is from. I don't. Is this Charles in charge? I don't. I don't know this Charles. Who are these people? Are these workers are at they, the Dove Promise Plant? I, I, so they've got just complete randos. Complete writing, randos, just giving you their homespun <laughs> views on life. Look, love comes in small. Packages. I imagine. I imagine the Dove Company. It's like the Nielsen thing. They send out the booklet. Dove Company sends like comes to their no. They come to their house and say, "Excuse me, knock, knock, knock." Um, after they open the door, because it's awkward to say excuse me before they open the door. They open the door. Excuse me. I'm from Dove. We'd like to know your thoughts. <laughs> excuse me? Oh, we'd like to know your thoughts. All right. Well, um, I, I tend to laugh every day. It's like inner jogging. No. <laughs> yes. No. Oh. It comes from Mikhail in wider Georgia. Wait, read the quote again. Laugh every day. It's like inner jogging. 
Fuck you, Georgia. Oh, seriously. When I read that, I laughed out loud. I got that one twice in a row. Inner jogging. Inner jogging. Hey, why don't you just jog? Why don't you just jog? <laughs> why are you jogging inside? That doesn't help anything. Stop eating Dove chocolates and jog. <laughs> I would love if I opened up the promise and it said that. Hey, fucker, get off the damn couch. Quit eating promises. Hey, Quit eating promises, all right? <laughs> Quit eating That's promises. Not for anybody. Did, didn't you read the first quote? Love comes in small packages, all right? All right? It takes a bigger person to take the high road. Get on the fucking high road. Start jogging. Not in your mind, in reality. <laughs> Brad, give a smile. You'll almost always get one back. Not necessarily. Some smiles at me. I'm not going to smile back unless all, they earn it. All I'm saying is that's what smile. Allegra from Lakeville, Minneapolis. I don't. I have no I, idea what state's names are. Here's, here's the city. You know, there's a lot of problems with our economy. Let's talk about our smile economy. People are handing out smiles too too frequently. Everyone's smiling, and they expect you to smile back. You don't have to. I will say this. Don't do it. It was weird. I, I just got back from a restaurant, actually. Me and Ben mm-hmm. um, went to Montgomery Inn, which is a place we need to go to. Nice. It is awesome. Right nice. by the river. Um, and it's just a really beautiful view. Awesome. Um, but on the way out, there was this chick there mm-hmm. at the table for four. I don't know who she was with. Right, right, right. But she kind of gave me the eyes, and she kind of looked away for a second. And then she did the double back eyes. Like did She you? looked back at me and smiled really big. Did you say, hey, how's about it? I smiled back at her. And then what'd you do? Well, then we left. We had to get back. We had to record Ram Stop inner smiling. Nothing could stop us from recording today, Brad. That was my personal promise to myself, well, given all the things that happened. That's good. I really did fall asleep the other day, though. That's cool. I just waited story. around an entire day waiting to record, but that's cool. Live well, and beauty will shine through. Live Come again? Well, live well, Brad. Live well. Shine through. No, it won't. Shine through what is my question. Yeah, that's what cat ladies say to themselves. That is what a cat woman would say to themselves. I live well and live my beauty well. shines through. Mm. <laughs> I'm so lonely. Oh, honey. Come here, Mr. Mittens. <laughs> you still love me. <laughs> I need to eat my promises. <laughs> I'm going to give you a few more, Brad. Cat from Arlington, Tennessee had Ooh. something to say. Oh, no. If nobody's perfect, then you must be nobody. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Thanks, Tennessee. <laughs> if no one is perfect, then you must be nobody. Hey, be proud to just be running the race. <laughs> no matter what the finish. Oh, that's real? That's real. Oh. Be proud to just run the race, no matter People the are finish. too happy being complacent. Miami Lakes, Florida. Joni. Ugh. This is... I almost... I'm so happy. Promises. They're mm. really good chocolates, but damn. Oh, what's happening? Get off those, dog. Toby would like to say that in Santa Monica, California, mm-hmm. there are new opportunities around every corner. Not necessarily. Should I read? Okay, Brad. Some of these, I have to admit, I have not. I've been reading incorrectly. Okay. Because the punctuation is different than what I'm expressing. Right. What he meant to say was. There are new opportunities around every corner. Oh, that's see, that's that's much Almost worse. Every one of these has an exclamation point at the end. Of it. Oh, people stop using exclamation points. There's really very rarely a need for it. Uh, true, very true. Calm it down. How often do you exclaim in your life? How often, you weirdos? Why are you exclaiming to a chocolate? That's even <laughs> weirder. You weirdos, stop your inner jogging. <laughs> <laughs> we have two more, Brad, and the reason I save these is because. Somebody has two quotes in Dove Promises. Oh, I don't know if she's an uppity up in Dove or she if she the, just has some good things to say. Cream of the crop. Cream will of the you, crop. Will you tell me what oh, it is? Oh, I already know. She's the best. She's from South Richmond Hills, New York. Is she single? 
I don't know. Oh, this is my Let's lady. see what we can infer from I these think, two I think, this, I think this is going to be my new girlfriend. Um, her name is Kalina. Mm, Kalina. All right, so Kalina has this to say, Brad. Mm-hmm. First, she starts out with, he who walks in others' tracks leaves no footprints. Wait a minute. That's a little so... different than some of these other ones we've had. This is almost like advice. Hey, he who walks in another's tracks leaves no footprints. That's a... What are you trying to get away that's with? That's shysty advice. What are you trying to get away with? Well, you're a criminal. That's like a, that's like a hot tip. For she is. <laughs> oh, my lady. My lady has a criminal. She's got past. a dark side to her. Does it make her hotter to you? Absolutely. I'm a Well, fan. here's something else all she right, has to say. Right, what she got? Some people walk in the rain. Others just get wet. I think I called it. That's why she has is, two of them on here. This is my lady. I think you need to find this girl. Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't, Hill, I didn't even know New what York. the quotes were, and I already knew. I already knew she was the one. Heart of hearts. I knew it. I knew it. My heart of hearts. My watts were all connected. She's my lady. We've got to make inner jog. We have to make inner jogging happen. That's just ridiculous. Oh, I'm making inner jogging happen right now. Right are now, are you inner jogging? We're recording a podcast. How many laps have you done I, since we've? How do you oh, have a lap of inner jogging? I'm just, I am man. I am up and down. I'm all over the place. I'm running the bleachers. You look exhausted. Inner jogging. I am inner fatigued. <laughs> oh. Everything just takes on an inner. <laughs> I need an inner Gatorade with Tiger Woods on it because those are hard to find. Collectors items. Oh yeah, I gotta get those inner electrolytes. Yeah, inner electrolytes. Reinfused. Oh, it's inner lemon lime. Just a few promises for you to think about. Thank you, and a special lady for me to think about. A special lady, Brad. If you're listening, she's treating you. If right. you're listening, hey. So what would you say she was, Brad? If we're talking about coining terms or making things happen, we were talking a few days ago, right, just right. random conversations. It happens to us. We come across right. like bits of genius. Right. I That's, mean, we can't help it. That's who we what are. we try to do is improve the lexicon of America and planet Earth. So, so what I would we come say, up with, how would you define uh, Kalina from I would say Kalina New York? is, uh, I'd say she's a, she's a nine on a dime. <laughs> she's a nine on a dime. Man. Nine on a dime. She may be a full 10 cent piece. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna we're gonna try to make this happen in addition to inner jogging. When you're describing someone, if you're gonna rate them some, on a dime, if you're on a scale from one to ten, on one to ten, it's on a dime. So five on a dime, pretty average. It's middle of the road. I've got the sentence here to kind of help you. She's five on a dime. Nothing to write home about. Oh, she's average. Average. That's okay. That's a, most, that is okay. That's the definition are, of okay is most, five on a dime. Most people are average. You How are you feeling to, today? You five to, on a dime. You don't have to reach for the stars. You can be five on a dime. It's okay. Accept who you are. How are you feeling today, Brad? Oh. You've been doing that inner jogging? You feel like a 10 cent piece? I tell you, I've been doing all this inner jogging and who I got to say, I'm, I'm feeling at least like eight on a dime. <laughs> where are we at? You and me, as far as friendship goes. Oh. On a dime, where do we sit? Ah. Oh. Two on a two on a two on a dime. Two pence, what are you two talking pence? about? I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. Tins and peas. Full tins and peas. <laughs> Full tins and peas. Full absolute, absolute. I was just trying to think of other ways to use it. How else would you use it? Ask me a question where I have to use five on a dime. All right, or not five on well, anything. Right, right, right. Um, last episode of Lost. What was it? Um, if I had to be honest with myself, right. Over the whole breadth of Lost. Yes. Eight on a dime. You're full. Well, I would, almost go, I would almost go nine on a dime, but there's some episodes of Lost in the past that were absolutely amazing that I loved. Well, that's a full 10 cent piece. So. As far as like if we're going to go with just this season of Lost, that is a straight up. A full out 10 cent piece. Full out 10 cent piece. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It was pretty good. So we talk about Lost really quick before we go any further or we no? We've got to do separate. we got to keep those separate. All right. Keep those separate. Because there's people that like, won't listen to things if there's Lost involved. People are weird about Lost. 
people are weird about laws. And people, some people we get them in just with the law stuff. So, so. Um, your life in general to this point, how would you rate that? To this point? To this point. To this point? Overall. What am I, what am I supposed to be gauging this on? What am I supposed to be? That's, that's for you to decide. Just in, life in general? In your inner head. In my inner jog, in my inner head. Do Take an inner lap around the tracks and reflect on your life. Let it flash before your eyes. What is it? I'm going to go with a nine on a dime. Wow, that's nice. I mean, I'm really happy with my life and what's been going on, and it's awesome. been a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Why do I hold back from 10-cent piece? Because nothing's perfect. Nothing's perfect, Brad. Oh, that, I, I almost want to say I write a promise about I think, that. I think Love young comes lady. in small packages. <laughs> and that's why you're a nine on the dime. That's why I'm nine on the dime right now, dude. Small packages. <laughs> that was a joke. Brad, how, how would you rate it? What are you in life right now? I'd say, well, my life overall, I would say, uh, I'd say six, six on a dime. Six on a dime. Six on a dime. A little bit better than average. A little bit better. It's interesting. I lo- I'm fighting the fight. I love this new. I'm this, fighting the fight. This new weapon in my lexicon, right? Because it really is cool. And I just started thinking about, well, what if if you're six on a dime? Could you trade up? Like, could you buy stocks and other dimes? <laughs> I think we should really go to an all gold standard myself. I, it's just not safe, this American currency. I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying. Something to experiment with, something to just kind of throw out there, see how it sticks. Don't trust the dollar. Do not trust the dollar. Can't do it. Can't. All gold. Everyone, if you're listening, what I want you to do is take your iPods, take all your money and take your iPod, pawn your iPod, get that <laughs> money, and tr- get it turned into gold. Oh, Best boy. way to do that is you can mail, you may, you can mail in. <laughs> You're, you're like, stuff. To the Rhyme Jack podcast. Right. We'll take care of <laughs> and we will send you gold What's back. What's the address one more time, Brad? You son of a bitch. We don't have to say it out loud. I'll, I'll splice it in later. Yeah, you can splice it in later. Promises and 10 cent pieces, Brad. Well, Brad, I would be interested to see what Aaron Harrison would say about his, his life okay. on the dime scale. Really? Aaron Harrison is a teen, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. He ran into a little bit of trouble with the law. Ah, <sighs> that happens. He was arrested. Hormones. He ended up having to pay, what is this, uh, $460 in fines well, and court fees. Well, it's a lot of money for a kid, but that's not a lot of money in the long run. But it's it's what he had to pay them for. What? How can, how can he's a kid. What did he do? Aaron lives in Colorado. Okay. And he went to the library. Okay. That's, that's where it all started. What? That's where his life took a turn for the worst. What? Because he rented a DVD. That son of a bitch. What did he rent? He rent he rented House of Flying Daggers. Seen it? Nah, it's all right for what it is. Okay. And he didn't return it. He forgot about it. He made an honest mistake. Right. Happens to us all. And the state got after him. For real? Now, Brad, I've worked for the state. They can be bastards. How long did he have it? Hey, let's see. How long did he have it? I forgot what it Two said. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get that movie back, dog. They sent him an. They sent him one overdue notice. Mm-hmm. Enbill, it was returned. They sent him a court summons immediately after that, which is weird. Whoa, that was returned. Hey, library, calm it down. They sent him something with a new court order on it, okay. in, in addition to the summons, and that was not returned. So that gave the law the go ahead to go ahead and arrest him. But, but for dude, Colorado is serious about library. We're an overdue. Like, that's fucking crazy. The reason they did this mm-hmm. was because the state had mm-hmm. the DVD valued at $31.45. Okay. Anything Overpriced. over 30 bucks mm-hmm. is supposed to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law in Colorado. If, you're, if you've 
if you've stolen it, which technically him keeping it from the library this long goes into stolen territory. That is shysty. The state apologized after it. They were As like, they should. Maybe we made a mistake here in Littleton, which is the name of the city in Colorado mm. he's from. Lampton. Oh! We're sorry, Aaron. You know, you're going to have to pay the fines. Um, <laughs> the mayor swears it won't happen again. The mayor was someone who... Wait, does he have to pay, like, the $400 fines? He paid 460 bucks in fines. That includes the fine... Fuck The that. DVD fine itself was $200. Uh. Um, to get his car removed from the impound, because apparently he was arrested what? on the road, was $200. And then he had to pay $60 in court fees. No. No. He had to pay all of it. And here's the thing, even though He could have bought, like, five copies... Oh, easily. 5,000 copies it is, of that. It is his fault for not turning it in on time, but he's a kid. No, whatever. Um, here's the thing, though. They're not, re- they're not going to wipe it from his record. What? A kid doesn't return it, and it's on his permanent record as a thief. That's some bullshit. That, that's like Connecticut. That's kind of bullshit. That's like Connecticut. I'm just letting you know, Brad. Colorado, maybe not the best place in the world. Hey, Littleton, you're a wheat straw penny. <laughs> you're a wheat straw, straw penny on a dime. My question to you, Brad, is should we wash... Should we watch House of Flying Daggers to see what it's about? I mean, I've seen it in the theater. I don't want to see it. No. No. Would you, do, would you think it's worth $460? No, absolutely not. No. Oh, not at all. All right. No. No, it's not. No. I wonder if Aaron Harrison thinks it is. Only movie worth that might be like Five I, Heartbeats. I agree. Five Heartbeats. That's I worth. Fully agree. <sighs> Guys, be careful going to the library in Colorado. It doesn't. Who's pay. going to the library in this day and age? Why do you want to prosecute someone, especially a kid who goes to the library and just wants to? Rent you should something? give him $400 for actually going to a library. Yeah. Just for, just for understanding how that works. Because people don't. No one goes to a library. There's a library two blocks from here. Right. I've been there once, which is insane to me. I wish I lived that close to a library. I mean, I work pretty much the normal schedule and the Still. hours of a library open, unless I went on the weekend. It's a cool library. Clientele's a little weird, though. I mean, library, I mean, just to walk around a library is great. It was fun when I went there last time, dude. I mean, I live, I live like, right next to a bookstore. I go over there. I've been over there since I've lived in my apartment for, what, two weeks now? I've been over there, like, four times. It's the best. You're just walking around. There. Oh, yeah, Barnes & Noble. You're right there. I will say that there, there are times whenever I see a library en route to a place, if I've passed there, like, a few times and I know it's a library, I'll stop by and just go in and check it out. You have to. I mean, and these are libraries I will never use. Right. It's just cool to go down aisles and just explore yeah. books. Yeah. It's the best. It has a cool smell and right. food. It's, it's a library. It's a library. It houses human knowledge, and it's not the internet. It's the old school internet. Exactly. It's like the old school internet in one building. It's like internet negative 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to start calling the libraries internet. <laughs> you know that, right? Yeah, we have to. Have you been to the internet today? Have you been able to? Well, internet? I logged on. I didn't go to it. You the physical the, internet is lame. You've been to the negative internet? <laughs> you think they have all the things on cards other than computers? Have you been to Bizarro Internet lately? Their Google is all screwed up. It's Something so about the weird decimal system. I don't even understand. That's stupid. I got a paper card trying to Google a book. <laughs> Whoa. What the fuck is that about? Stupid Bizarro Internet. <laughs> it's inevitable. Magazines <laughs> are magazines and libraries are internets. Bad. Deal with it. Deal. Deal, people. That's, that's, the, that's the new regime. We are changing society today. That's... We are taking culture and flipping it. Guys, how did you make it without us? Like, I'd love to know. Call us. I mean, who, Send us an email. let us know. Speaking of giving us calls. What's going on, Brad? We've been getting a lot of wrong numbers. Somebody has ha- is having some credit issues, and we are receiving their calls, and it's kind of hilarious. Now, are we receiving calls? I, I got one of them, and it was 
the one that I listened to wasn't, I don't know if it was credit related, it was just this woman, there's something, she sounded urgent. She was like, look, call me back, blah, blah, blah. Here's my number. Now, yeah, she seemed kind of frantic. Right. I don't know if that's related to the credit issue. I'm pretty sure it is. Have you listened to the most recent one? No. I All right. I'm, I'm going to break this out. Hi, this message is for Anna Martinez. If you are not Anna Martinez, please hang up or disconnect this call now. If you are Anna Martinez, please continue to listen to this message. By continuing to listen to this message, you acknowledge that you are Anna Martinez, Mr. or Miss Anna Martinez. You should not listen to this message in the presence of other people so that they can hear it as it contains personal and private information. There will now be a three-second pause in this message to allow you to listen to this message in private. This is Patricia from RMS calling with a special offer that you may be eligible for. Please call me back at... This is an attempt to collect a debt, and any information obtained will be used for that purpose. Again, please contact me at... ...to discuss this important but personal business matter. Thank you. You are... Anna Martinez. They give you so many chances to hang up. Look, oh. if you're not Anna Martinez, please hang up now. <laughs> We're going to give you three seconds to do that. Is that all right? We'll give you three seconds. Um, if you're not Anna Martinez, then please hang up. Is this Animotinus? <laughs> is this Animotinus? Animotinus. Because if you are, stay on the line. We've got a special offer for you later. Anna Martinez, what the fuck are you doing? She's up to some shady stuff. You, man. Why, why did you give them our number? Are you a fan? Because we need to inform you, there are some creditors. And yeah, they're on they the lookout. You. And they're it's not out. cool that you gave them our number. As not a, cool at all. Not cool at all. Not cool. We don't play that game. Thanks for keeping the, the line alive. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, we've gotten a lot of calls for you. So, <laughs> Anna Martinez, um, get on it, honey. You take care they of your got a business. Special offer for you. Like, give us a number so we can get them. You know your information. I wonder if she's British as well. I hope so. That is awesome, Anna Martinez. I can't wait to see how the story unfolds. Oh. We'll be the first to let you guys know how it unfolds. Absolutely, guys. Uh, I think we all heard about Sarah Palin's uh, incident in which they caught her reading something off of her hand. Oh yes. So uh, that was hilarious. That was absolutely one of the funniest Your things. Comic. Well, didn't they make fun of it later? Like other pol- politicians were like, "Oh, let me see what." I- oh yeah, they, oh, they, 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 everyone had a big laugh. Comedy gold. Sarah Palin says it's okay that she did that because uh, God does it too. <laughs> and if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for Sarah. It's in the Bible. When did God ever write on His <clears> hand? Can a woman? Or its hand. You can't really put it. Excuse me. I'm trying to quote from the good book. As oh, I'm it were. sorry, Brad. My apologies. Can a woman forget her suckling child that she should not have compassion on on the son of a womb? Yea, they may forget. Yet will I not forget thee? Behold, I have graven thee upon the palm of my hand. <laughs> Thy walls are continually before me. Tiny children shall make haste. Thy destroyers. <laughs> Thy, thy destroyers and they that make that made thee waste shall go forth of thee. Wow. Yeah. So the deity of the Christian religion is absent-minded? Well. Is it scatterbrained? Well, it's just. Uh, That's almost a comfort mechanism for people, though. You know. Look, my name is on the back of God's I, hand. I forget things. God's uh, forgetful. But uh, I'm going to I'm gonna take care of you, and it's, it's just going gonna, gonna to be okay. So. 
Look, it's cool. Your name's on my hand. I, I, just in case. Isn't just, that what like shady boyfriends do to their girlfriends and let them know that relationships still on? Look, I tattooed your name on my arm. <laughs> like, no, no, of course I, of course I remember your name, baby, 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 Susan. You're my lady. We've been together like forever, Susan. I got a tattoo, so we're gonna be together forever. Is is God that guy? That's craziness. What are other people saying about that? What are your thoughts about that, Brad? Sarah Palin comparing herself to the deity of, of a major world religion. I'd say I, in so many ways she's comparing herself. Yeah, I, I'd like to think Sarah Palin's a little less bloodthirsty, but I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've really been practicing religion. I mean, I'm I'm crazy educated on it, and I love it for whatever it's worth. Right. Um, but do they go through cycles? To where, you know, one time maybe God's on top for a while, then maybe Jizo comes in and takes over for a bit, and the Holy Spirit does something for a few years. Is it up for a reelection? Like, is she just going to bypass running for president and, and run for God? I'm going to be the fourth Godhead. I am Sarah the f- Palin is gunning for the fourth Godhead position. Yeah. That's breaking news right here on Ramjack. Sarah Palin, new Godhead. We've confirmed it. Well, Fact. we can infer it from what she said. Right. Dude, I mean, fuck. I mean, our... Our evidence and research is like a full-out 10-cent piece. It's oh, yeah, yeah. Solid, yeah. solid. You can take that to the bank. To the bank. Oh, nice work. Brad, does God write on his hand the names of people he does not want to forget and take care of for the sake of the argument? Does it do that? Yes. Say yes. Yes. Does Sarah Palin also do the same thing? Yes. Then she's running for the new Godhead position. That's all. That's logic right there. God writes on his hand, Sarah Palin writes on her hand, therefore Sarah Palin therefore Sarah Palin wants to be God. Or is God? Sarah Palin is the new God. That's a scary world. Awesome. <laughs> I, I love that it's a scary world for me, but at the same time, awesome. Does that mean this Sarah Palin great. won't exist? Great. I'm hoping that means Sarah Palin won't exist anymore. Well, I mean, we can hope. You can also say that. God does not exist. <laughs> therefore, Sarah Palin is like God. Therefore, Sarah Palin doesn't exist. Sarah Palin's new God. Sarah Palin no longer exists. Yay! Logic is great. <laughs> That's this is the, one of the best days ever. It's <laughs> bad logic, but I still like it. Well, yeah, true. It's the best. Give me some news. Brad, I've got some news and some practical advice for you. Oh, thank you. If you're ever looking for a lady friend, make sure she has a good immune system. Really? Because that means she's promiscuous. Well, well, well. All right. There's been a study. Let, let me give you some of the science behind this. There's an area in our genetics, our DNA, called the major histocompatibility complex. Right. For the sake of this, we're going to abbreviate it MHC. Sounds good. I'm making it easy for everybody. Um, this region of the DNA is vital for our immune system. Right. The more diverse the genes in the MHC, the more effective it is at conferring disease resistance. And in a variety of animals, individuals with diverse MHCs are more likely to be chosen as sexual partners. Hmm. In effect, they wanted to make sure, that's a fact in the animal kingdom, or animals, does Mm -hmm. that extend into humans? Well, someone did a study from the University of Western Australia, which, I mean, don't get get hung up on the fact that it's Australia. All right. Uh, This is a scientifically sound study. So they rallied up a bunch of sluts? Perhaps. Um, Awesome. They measured the diversity of the MHC in 74 heterosexual female students mm-hmm. and asked them about the number of sexual partners they had had. Nice. Now, this is an interesting part. Who gets to be a lab tech on that? I know, dude. After controlling for attitudes towards sex mm-hmm. and the age of the first time they had intercourse, I don't know why they had to adjust that. That's kind of interesting. They found 
The greater the woman's MHC diversity, the more sexual partners she had had. Nice. Good to know. Now, it's debatable whether this um, is actually helps with genetic diversity or anything like that, but it's a fact. If you have a high MHC, you're sleeping around. What's the name of my girl in New York? Kalina. Kalina? Is what we were going with. Kalina. Hey, Kalina. What's Kalina. that MHC? What's your MHC? Should, we, should people start asking that when they meet? Is that like first day talk? Hey, what's your MHC? Hey. Hey. Hey, look good. What's your MHC? <laughs> Stop. Yeah, you look like a 10 a full cent. Ah, you look like a 10 cent piece. What's your MHC? A 10 cent. <laughs> 10 cent. What's your MHC? I'm talking to you. You're the 10 cent piece. What bothers me, well, not bothers me, but worries me. If I ever grow up, fuck, I cannot talk. <laughs> what? <laughs> what worries me? Up? <laughs> what worries me if I ever grow up? <laughs> if I ever meet a lady? That's not what I'm I I'm so say. lonely. <laughs> Someday. Uh, no. I'm going to be the daddy and she'll be the mommy. <laughs> no, what I meant to say in so many words. I was getting ahead of myself, which I do tend to do sometimes when I talk like this. What I meant to say is when I ever have children, if I ever have children, if I have a daughter, when she's growing up, am I going to want to get her tested? <laughs> Check those MHCs. I'm going to take her MHCs. Keep an eye so on her. Keep an Keep an eagle eye. If she has a high MHC, then you gotta you gotta watch her like a hawk. Then I'm gonna have to educate her fat and be like, look, you get to watch her like I know you want to have sex with all these guys. You got (laughs) you got an awesome immune system. You can't help it. But look, be responsible. I also think that it's interesting they had to control for attitudes towards sex. Were there people who had a high MHC that are just living miserable lives because they (laughs) hate sex? God, I'm just gonna save myself for marriage. I want to have someone right now. That immune system demands it. <laughs> you know, Alex, I was, I was thinking, um, back to if you ever have a, a child. Yeah. I mean, you, you are very sickly. I mean, you're just catching things all the time. You have a very bad immune system. Like, what if your, <laughs> if your daughter gets your immune system, she's just going to be lonely. She's not going to have any sex. She's just going to be, she's just going to be like, it's going to be prom night and she's just going to be sitting there like in a dress with a corsage, waiting, hoping, hoping against hope. <laughs> Okay. I love you say but I'm no sickly. one's gonna call. I almost never get sick. Mm, you're sickly. Well, w- before I became diabetic, which I guess is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. No, I'm kidding. But before that, I never got sick. Like even after that, I get sick maybe once a year. Maybe well, there's been a while where I only get sick once every two years. The joke's not funny if you're not sickly. <laughs> MHCs, gentlemen, watch out for them. Can we get an iPhone app that'll check MHCs? We are going to make that, that iPhone app. that is going to be the best. That we're already going to do it. We're going to have this study to go by. Check someone's MHC. Hey, lady. Like a survey? Mind How many your- times did you have sex in a month? Your MHC is high. You got a good immune system. How's about it? <laughs> That's another question on the survey. It's basically <laughs> a survey. Yeah. How's your MHC? You want to have sex? How's about it? How many times do you say that to yourself? Hmm. Hmm. How many times do you act on it? Hmm. You probably have a good immune system. Let's go. Or you're a slut. That's good too. That could have been part of that whole attitude towards sex. True. Controlling for that. Oh, I have sex all the time. I just love it. Well, wouldn't that be a high MHC? Maybe. Yeah, it's a high MHC. I mean, that's really dry. I think you want to, you know, weed out like the crazy Jesus that are like, you know, I don't know, like every time they think about sex, like flogging themselves or something crazy. Which is horrible because if they don't have a high MHC, then they're not. And if they do, then they are. And. Right. Punishing themselves for no right. reason. Got to do it for the Sarah Palin Godhead. You got to watch out for your MHCs. MHCs. Face her. She's risen. <laughs> I think Sarah Palin's a better deity than God ever was. Because <laughs> at least we can make fun of her more. There's a face she to put came. to it. It's unambiguous. 
She wouldn't. She came from heaven. Two poles in her hand. <laughs> to free America. And liberate the land. <laughs> All lands, not just America. I don't know. <laughs> she could see Russia from her doorstep. I, I was going to go with, she's got Jupiter for a pillow. Oh, I don't wait. know the rest of it, I just know that one. She's got Russia for a pillow. <laughs> Canada for a something, something. I don't know. I, I want to say cross because they try to make cross analogies every time they can. What else are we doing with Brad? What else? Do you have any other news? I got, I got a story about some lesbians. All right. I got a story about two lesbian mothers have a young child. Two lesbian mothers having a young child. Child is enrolled at a Catholic school. Oh. <gasps> Child, it's not so bad. Child, she'll get a better education than public schools, sadly. But there's going to be Jesus in there. Why can't we just have decent schools? I will say this though: a lot of Catholic schools, because the Pope right now is still cool with evolution, do teach their kids evolution. Yeah, but they also throw in Jesus. I also know well they do, and there's a lot of weird stuff about Catholic guilt. But anyway, I will say this: I've met a lot of people who are Catholic went to Catholic schools that end up being more agnostic when they get older. Well, of course, because Catholic is like the craziest of you know. Hardcore Christians. You can make an argument. I, I, but like, you know, this is my favorite branch of Christianity. Well, I mean, no, but like, if like you really actually believed like all the crazy stuff, like they got some crazy shit. True. I mean, with all the saints and nonsense and the mother, and not the mother Teresa, um, the um, mother Mary bullshit and all that Gilgamesh crap. Like they throw in a lot of crazy stuff that you just can't believe. It's impossible (laughs) if you're a sensible person. No, mostly most Catholics turn out to be. Just like, you know, half-assers that don't really believe in nonsense. But still. Well, I wonder if that's because they're educated on it. Because they do do, uh, at least, again, some of the people I know who went to Catholic school. Well, we don't have to get into all that. Right. This chicks, this, these, these women are trying to raise a child in this world, and he's at Catholic school. The child is she a Catholic. She or he? Is it a he or a she? Uh, I'm not sure. The child. Uh, they, they, haven't, they haven't, I don't think they've released the head information. Um, the child is not going to be allowed to come back next year. Why? Because their parents are lesbians. Jizo hates that shit. Wait, is that really the only reason? Yeah. Mm, are you sure? Yeah. Like, this kid didn't cause a ruckus. It's not throwing his milk in his cafeteria and causing food fights. Or no, no. They found out that the parents were lesbians. lesbians and just said no. And said no, we're not cool with that. Pe- people may ask questions. Kids could see them. Ah, we don't want that. Well, that doesn't make sense. What is it with like these crazy homophobics that are afraid of kids seeing gay people together? That is weird. Like what? Who the fuck cares? What are you gonna? What, you're just gonna have your child believe that there just aren't gay people. They exist. You can't. You can't pretend they don't exist. I think it's adorable when I see two gay people on the street, and I also see a child who sees those gay people and smiles. That's precious. It is adorable. That is precious. It's opening up the world. I think we should make have kids watching flood gay pornos. Well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> no, right? why not? <laughs> But really, why not? <laughs> Just the way you said that. Why not? But seriously, why not? Why can't kids watch porn? What's wrong with that? Well, if they have a high MHC, Brad, they're not going to understand what's going on. They're going to want to act on that. And if they're 12 years old, well, we got to teach them a whole lot of stuff. Ah, I don't see any problem with it. But, but what I mean, is with To get these? back to the case in point, that is weird. I mean, all jesting aside, that's not cool. Well, local newspapers run a poll, which is always the best oh, way to deal with a situation. No. Is it valid to because pro- uh, some people have been protesting? Is it valid to protest a Boulder Roman Catholic school's decision to bar the child of a lesbian couple from attending? Is it valid to protest this? Because people are protesting, much to their credit. Is it valid, Alex? What do you say? Is it valid to protest this? Well, let me preface what I'm going to answer with this: legally, 
it's totally cool for them to do that. Right. Any establishment, if it's privately owned, can make crazy right. laws or rules like that. Sure. Which I think is a little weird. And when I first really learned that, I thought that can't be right. Mm-hmm. No, that can't be right at all. And there are certain things to be said because back in the day when civil rights was going on, um, people had a right to refuse people service just based on their race. Right. But we move past that. Right. So that's still not a part of that law, but anything else can. Apparently still homosexuals can be barred from this. Right. So I would say that legally they have the right to do it. I don't think they should have the right to do that. Because that's ridiculous. Wait, 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 wait. We're talking about the. Is it okay to protest? Oh, is it okay to protest? I'm sorry, right. I was jumping. Yeah, past the question is, is it, matter at is hand. it valid to protest the school's decision? Uh, of course, a newspaper wouldn't even ask the actual question: is right. it right or wrong? Right. Is it right for them to protest? Of course, it is. People can protest whatever they want. That's part of being an American citizen. Well, <clears throat> or, you know, whatever. According to local newspaper, yes, forty-three point ninety-eight percent. Not even fifty. Not even 50. Now, that, that is winning, though. No, no, is this one more time? A Boulder, Boulder, Colorado. In Colorado? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Colorado is the new Connecticut. Colorado's the new Connecticut. Guys, check it. Colorado's the new Connecticut. Brad and I brought you these stories, brought you this latest news without even conferring with each other. We had right. no idea that we were both going to have something that paints Colorado in a horrible light. Yeah. Oh, let me finish this. Okay. So, yes, it's okay to protest 43.98%. No. Losers. I'm not sure. How are you not sure? I Like, whenever there's the I don't know, I'm not sure, blows my mind. That's 1.443%. Can we just make that a non-option on polls? We got another option. I don't care if they protest or not. 14.2. Why did you even answer the poll? Why didn't you hang up your phone? Hang up the phone. So wait a minute. There's the I don't know and there's I don't know whether they should protest or not. There's I don't know. I'm not sure. And I don't care. Wow. 14% don't care. And they were vocal and enough about their not caring. There's a problem with apathy in this country. Let me just segue into that. What? Why are so people? So many people don't fucking care. Shit's going on. Big stuff is going on. Healthcare. So many people don't fucking care how do you not care dude i mean we know why they don't care we know the root of all this oh. stuff. i think it's gross people people are uninterested uneducated and they don't care and they don't want to be and it's disgusting care just fucking care just care care about what's happening around you stop resting on your laurels and stop. be alert of what's happening and stop care. resting on your laurels humanity just care hey humanity stop resting on your laurels Take the time to listen. See what's going on in the world. See what's happening around you. Stop and, watching Jersey Shore, doing inner jogging, and having dumb uh, promises shoved down your gullet. Figure out what's happening around you. That is very interesting. Why? I mean, again, we know why, but it's weird to even say that out loud. People just don't care about anything. No, they don't care. What do they care about? Are they, is it self-centeredness at that point? Is it just... I'm trapped in my own little world, and who cares about it? No, it's not even self-centeredness. I wish it was. It's almost laziness. It's it's laziness, and just, I mean, the proud ignorance. Like that is something I hate. And oh, and especially when it comes to politics, people are like, oh, well, both they're both just as bad. Really, really, both sides are liars. You can't trust either one of them. So I don't pay attention to any of it. First off, you just used one word or a phrase that's interesting. Both sides. 
um, politics runs a whole spectrum. Just because there's, we have a two-party system doesn't mean people have to fall directly in one camp or the other. Yeah. Here's, a, here's um, another problem I have. Um, people saying there's two sides to every issue. There's not. Never. That's bullshit. There's a lot more sides usually. And oftentimes there's one side that's right. <laughs> one there, side has to be wrong. There may be 500 sides. One of them's probably right. A few of them may be leaning toward correct. Right. But there's not two sides of every issue. That's Never. idiotic. I don't – there's very, 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 very rare are there ever two sides to an issue. Ever. I mean we live in a three-dimensional world. It's weird to even think about things as sides. Oh, I mean, there, mm, We have so many planes of There's two sides to everything. There's two sides to everything. Alex. Is that no. because of coins? Is it really because of that and someone just said it back in the day and it's just stuck with us throughout culture? Like people saying something when someone sneezes, which is ridiculous. Ugh, gross. Why do we still have these archaic I- concepts so of gross. things? People. Is it because of paper? Let the kids. Size every issue. Hey, people, people. Figure out what's going on around you. Let these kids go to school. Stop complaining about shit. <sighs> and I, stop not caring. To talk, to just, to think, to expand on this concept of, dub, you know, duality mm-hmm. and right. things. I can kind of see where that kind of started um, in the fact that whenever someone has an idea or something or wants to change something, people come in and oppose that concept. Mm-hmm. That would be an instance where there is a direct – there's two sides of that issue. Someone wants it and someone doesn't want it. Right. So maybe that's stuck. And, but that's at a primitive level of but, yeah, It's but, like, I want candy. No, I don't want you to have that candy. Well, there's two sides to that issue, kind of. But then again, but then there's also here have have half the candy. I know, but in a simple time, right? On certain things, I can see how someone would would draw that correlation with everything. I mean, yeah, there's two sides to the issue. There's two sides to every issue. Not true. No nonsense. That's silly. And if you perceive everything with two sides, you're robbing yourself of a rich life. And facts are facts. There's no two sides to facts. No, no, no. And love comes in small packages, guys. Love small. These are just yeah. facts of life. Facts. Facts really are facts, though. We went on a tangent there. Got a little crazy. But yeah, kids getting kicked out of school because their parents are lesbians. Stay out of Colorado, guys. Just get out. Oh. Get Don't out. go to Connecticut. Stay take, out of take your kid out of Catholic school. Forget about it. Find a good school. Find a good secular school somewhere. They've got to. They've got to exist, right? Yeah. Somewhere. Someone's going to grow up in a private secular school. I, what's what I want? You and your kid have a good education? Come here. We'll give them a good education. No, Jizo. We'll teach None your kid facts. We'll That'd be your, amazing. We'll teach your kids facts about Jizo and God and the Holy Spirit and Sarah Palin. We'll educate them so they're not drones to that or susceptible to religious superstitions. Fact. Um, I feel like we should share this on Ramjack. Brad, we went on a movie excursion recently. We did. We've been on a few, but there's one in particular that happened recently that's a little interesting Yeah. on multiple levels. We went to go see the new Sherlock Holmes movie. Mm-hmm. I say new. It's been out for about two months. What Almost else? three. Yeah. We went to the cheap theater to see it. It's the way to go. Yeah. It's three bucks to see what turned out to be a pretty good movie. That was awesome. I loved it. A lot of people gave it some flack. I, it was very entertaining. People are stupid. Ending credits were awesome. They were, they were really cool. All the motion graphics were great. Yeah. I love the credits we got to see. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing, Brad. No joke. Like, it had to be at least halfway or three-fourths the way through the credits. Yeah. They stopped. You just fucking cut the credits out on us. 
They cut the crap. We were we were the only people in the theater. Yeah. Other than the people who scurried in to clean up. Right. Who also homed in on us. Yeah. What about that one douchebag that like was like cleaning up? Got like right up in front of me and like bent over, started sweeping. This had to be one of the bigger theaters in the cheap theater too. Yeah. This guy had plenty of room, and we were on like the edge. Right. Like in a place where no one was. Yeah. I mean. Dude, what is your fucking deal? He made a beeline for you. Yeah. And just stood in front of you. Yeah. I don't understand why they did that. It's like, hey, assholes. Was it because there were other people there? Like, they wanted to make human contact? Like, were they that? Like, like I'm I'm sitting in a movie theater. I'm watching the fucking movie. Leave me the fuck alone. I mean, even... I mean, come on. You got to watch the credits to a movie. You have to. Is it legally... Is it it legal for them to cut off the credits? I don't know if it is or not, but it shouldn't be. Like it's just weird. Like I fucking paid to see the movie. I want to watch the whole fucking thing. I will watch all of the credits. Leave me the fuck alone. I wanted to see who did the motion graphics. Yeah, and thankfully, right when they showed it, they cut it off. So right. I at least got it. But they almost. I didn't. was like, I, I and we talked about this. Like, I mean, I, I was like one second from just going into a rage. The only thing that stopped me is there was another woman that cleaned up. That was cleaning up, and like once we stood up, and we we said something out loud about, well, that's. Pretty fucked up or something of the sort. I believe our initial response was, really? Yeah. Like an audible, like, yeah. what? Um, this one woman looked up at their protection booth like, um, like she was confused and they shouldn't have done that. So the fact that she at least acknowledged why we were pissed off kept me from fucking going Tasmanian devil and killing people. <laughs> Even if it was disingenuous, I'm sure it was because oh. I'm sure she doesn't care. Seriously. But yeah. That was weird. That was weird. That was fucked That up. almost makes me never want to go to that theater again. Yeah. But so I've, seen, cheap. I've seen some good movies there. It's cheap. You Twilight go. Home's one of them. Absolutely. Twilight 2? Full moon? New moon? New moon? New moon? We did see the new moon. We also had a horrible experience in that theater <laughs> in which I almost, I almost snatched up a child. That kid needed to be spanked. <laughs> Like, okay, there was these, like, two kids, like, in the front row, had some fucking, like, light-up thing. They snuck into the movie theater, FYI. Oh. They came in halfway through the movie. I'm assuming that their parents paid for them to see another uh-huh. movie, and they saw this movie. So when the movie was over, they came in and watched the rest of it with their parents. Oh, I didn't realize that. I would oh. I picked up on that really quick, because I, oh. during New Moon, there's, you know, yeah. you could be asleep and probably pay right. attention to the plot. I, you know, I, I, look, I, I had to count in my head. I was like, okay, all right, two more times. They start swinging around this glowing, flashing thing. Kind of like a squishy yo-yo in the fact that it Ugh. was made to return to your hand. Like and these it, kids did it blatantly. They were just kids yeah. like, I got something that shines. On the front row. Like, I, it was, if it happened one more time, my plan was to go up, rip it out of their hands, like, as harshly as I could, possibly breaking a finger or two in the process, going to the exit door and just throwing it out. That was my plan. Everyone would have applauded for you. Yeah, they would have. But what stopped you? They ah, the movie ended. They didn't do it. No, what I thought I remember happening is you gasped, and it made sense because Taylor Lautner took his shirt off. Oh well, yeah. and then everyone in the theater just went nuts. Right, which right. is weird. Yeah, like, that was I was weird. prepared for that because coworkers at work they saw it opening night, um, and they were like. When he took off his shirt, which is totally random in the film. Like, this oh. girl bashes her head against a rock, and he's like, got stop the bleeding. Let me take off my shirt. That was so fucking horrible. Like, this, Dude's guys, ripped, though. Like, dude was working out. I got to right, give props right. for that. Um, we talked about the first Twilight, but man, this movie was awful. Like, as awful as the first one was, and it was bad. You all know this movie was ridiculous. Should, everyone should watch this movie for free. <laughs> download it illegally whatever you have to do don't pay for it 
See it for three bucks. Don't don't dish out real money for this. But it is comedy gold because it's awful. It is bad. The dialogue is just ridiculous. Comedy gold. Why do werewolves eat muffins? Why do werewolves sustain themselves on muffins? Those muffins did look delicious. They though. looked amazing. Those were huge. And you and, can tell that they mm, there was love in those muffins. I, 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 you know, that was the two things about this movie. One, those muffins. Second, Alice. <laughs> Still looking hot. <sighs> the hottest. She's so hot. But very, but not in them, not in this movie very much though. So that Sadly. was sadly, yeah. Well, even the Edward character dude wasn't even in it. Yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, the most ridiculous plot ever. I don't even like. Where do you even begin? Oof. Who after seeing this movie, Brad? Where do you stand on the Team Edward, Team Jacob front? I stand on the Team Alice. Team <laughs> Alice. Yeah. That was a hard decision for you because you Very, did put your hand on your head. I, uh, like, I have no idea. Team Alice. Team Alice. I would agree, Team Alice. That is, that's or the way to go. I would also be Team um, Bella's friend, her hot friend. Mm. That girl who's like an, a real actress. Not yeah. to say that they're, they're <laughs> right, not, right, right. but the fact that she's going on, she was nominated for an Oscar and a right. Golden Globe. And, you know, the other people may have their, their chance, but I mean, sure. she's proven herself as an actress. Right. I'd be on her team as well. Right. New yeah. Moon. Wow. A cavalcade of hilarity. Comedy gold. Folks, check it out. Please. <laughs> you have to. It is. And if you want to see a, a decent movie, see Sherlock Holmes. That was, yeah, see Sherlock that was Holmes. a fun time. That was, that was great. Legitimately. That was the tops pops. It was the cat's pajamas. Can I talk about something else in the media? Sure. Can I talk about a little show? About a show that I love? What show? It's called Hoarders. Oh, yes, Hoarders. It's you may have heard of it. We talked about Hoarders. You may have heard of it. Um, Didn't they start a new season since we've been no. gone? Or no? Same season. Okay. Guys, I've said it before, but this time for reals, this was the best hoarders ever. Ever. It, I don't think another episode will ever top it. First of all, you know it's going to be good because they only did one story. Didn't have time for a second story. That's unheard of in hoarders. Just, they've, done, they've done it once or twice before. What were the other ones they did it on? I can't remember. Because they weren't as worthwhile as this. Because they weren't as awesome. It's about a woman named Claudie. Claudie? Claudie. Oh, Claudie. Oh, Claudie. Is that a name? It's a great name. That is a wonderful name. The Claudie was the best. I take that back. Is that oh. short for Claudia? Is that like some kind of probably degraded name of I, Claudia? I, I guess I can pull a picture of Jim. Claudia's a pretty name. It's not so much about Claudia that made this episode amazing. It was about Claudia's husband, Jim. <laughs> Jim, you are a prince. Jim is the greatest Hoarder sidekick ever. Jim disappeared 13 months ago. <laughs> Couldn't deal with the hoardage. Couldn't deal with it. There's too much hoardage. The house, I mean, the house is all hoarded up, of course. Not as bad as some. We've seen worse hoardage. This one was not as gross. It was just a lot of, you know, junk hoarded up. But he couldn't take it. Like, their daughter had to go live with their other daughter. Like, it was horrible. You know, hoardage. Hoardage. Jim couldn't take it. Had to leave. Disappeared for 13 months. Didn't even, no one even knew. No one even knew where he was. No communication. Where's Jim? Who knows? So uh, the therapist is with Claudia. They're talking about stuff. They're like, you know, oh, it's so horrible. Jim hasn't, you know, and then like the screen. And then like you get text on the screen. Suddenly without warning, Jim appears. And then we see Jim. Jim is sitting at an organ in their kitchen, just smiling. This is this Jim. Jim is this wiry African-American gentleman with crazy white hair and crazy eyes. He's playing the organ, correct? And yeah, he's just sitting there at the organ. Even weirder if he was just sitting in front of the organ, just smiling. <laughs> just sitting at the, the organ. Comes in. And it's like, 
Do they come from down from upstairs? Do they come down from upstairs like? Oh, it's like they walk in the gym, and he's just there in the morning playing. <laughs> they walk in the doorway, and there is Jim sitting at the organ, cackling. Right? <laughs> Jim is a character. I love this man. Where's Jim been? Jim's been in Las Vegas. Jim went to Vegas Making for thirteen money. months. Jim, you are a scallywag, sir. You are a rascal. And you are a scallywag. And I love you. Does he have like another family in Vegas? Why was he in Vegas for 13 months? Uh, well, we'll get to that later. Whoa. There, there's a story there. Um, now, Jim said if she'll get, if she'll get rid of the whore edge, he's, willing, he's ready to come back. Then he's in a relationship he's, another go. Right, because they've been together for 36 years. No way. I mean, and he just up and leaves for a year and a month? Well, yeah, that's hoardage weird. dog dog. If your bitch was hoarding up and you were like, I can't live in this hoardage anymore. I've had it. I've been here for 36 years. Bitch has been hoarding all the time. Can't take it. Got to get out. You get out. What'd you do? You know, you go to Las Vegas. Yeah. You go to Vegas. You got to cope. <laughs> if you're, if you're a rascal like Jim, if you're a scallywag and a rascal like Jim, you disappear to Las Vegas. You haven't finished, but I can already tell that I want Jim to have his own show. I, oh, <laughs> that would be the best. I want to see the misadventures of Jim. What I also love is that Jim, Jim is like trying. Jim knows he's on TV, and like every once in a while, he'll say so like, "Look, can we not say this in front of the camera?" And like, "Um, look, can we not talk about this part?" Let's say he don't say that on TV, and they leave it in, which is awesome because you can tell that Jim's like trying to spin his image for the camera so he looks good on TV. Because he's trying to get that pilot. Because he's trying to get that pilot. Jim's on pilots. Jim's ready for pilot season. Oh, Jim. Do you have a picture of Jim on your computer? Because I've got to see this guy. Come up. To hear you talk about him. I was, try- I was trying to get the organ, but I, I, just, I think this image will do. I can imagine. I have a very healthy, creative Meet imagination. Jim. Wow. <laughs> You're going to see the wacky Jim antics when he tries to play for the camera. And when he appears. Because he disappe- appears and disappears repeatedly in this episode. Is he a magician? Like hey, at one point, he's he's there, and you know, he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Well, you know, we get we get this all worked out. I'll be I'll be you know getting back with you. Then like they corner him on it, and they're like, "Jim, are you really coming back?" He's like, "Oh, can we not talk about this on the camera? Let's let's just turn the cameras off. Let's let's go away." He disappears during the cleanup, <laughs> and like, "Oh, he's gone for good." And of course, and it's so staged, which I love. Assume he's gone for good. Uh, everyone, well, he didn't say any. He didn't say he was leaving, <laughs> and he just abis- disappears for two days. Mm. And they're all like, you know, well, and then of course the mother's getting defensive about hoardage because she's not a hoarder. Um, someone broke into her house while she was living in the homeless shelter. Oh, by the way, her house was so hoarded up she had to go live in a homeless shelter. What? And, yeah, five bedroom house. Wait a minute, you five own bedroom a house. house. Five. Uh, she owns a five bedroom house. There was so hoarded up there was no room for How her. Does it even work? You well, know how, did she get like knifed at the freaking homeless shelter? Because so, dog, she owns so much stuff. There's just not room for her. She's gonna live in a homeless shelter. She's homeless. But what is that like at the homeless shelter when she rolls up in there and is like, people will turn the life stories like, yeah, it's I, I don't know where I'm gonna get my next meal or yeah, I've been kicked out of my home for the last two years. I've been trying to make it by. Oh me, how about yeah. you? Oh me, oh who? I just own so many possessions. I have so many possessions that they filled my five bedroom house. I have nowhere to live. <laughs> I have so much stuff that my giant home with I five own, bedrooms. I own so many belongings that I, there's no room for me in my five bedroom house that I own. I'm homeless. <laughs> you need help. Someone call hoarders. Do you think that they called hoarders? You think that the homeless people at that shelter saw hoarders and like, we got to get this woman we out of here. get this fucking bitch out of here. She's got enough room for all of us. <laughs> they had plans. It's the, oh, it's the best. It's the, but she says that she's not a hoarder, that while she was in the homeless mm. shelter, someone broke into her house and hoarded it up. Mm, denial. Everything was, everything was completely clean and organized. Um, 
And while she was living in the homeless shelter, someone broke in and they hoarded up her house. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> no, that's completely right. Hey, Claudia, that well, maybe right isn't the real word. That, that doesn't seem true. <laughs> that doesn't add up at all. And none of your kids are buying it. None of her how many kids? Ten. Ten or twelve? Twelve. Twelve kids. Sorry. Um, She has twelve kids, dude. She's hoarding babies. She's hoarding people. <laughs> she is hoarding people like Angelina Jolie. So she's a hoarder. She is all on out multiple hoarder. levels. Oh, full out. Full how out. did it end up? Like, what happened? Well, she starts getting defensive and yelling at the kids, and they're like, "Listen, you're just Are all the kids there." Uh, about five or think, half a dozen. They got all of them there. <laughs> they had half a dozen. They had all of them there. You could clean that place in a day. Oh, it was getting well. They got a lot done, and but it was getting emotional. And they were like, "Look, you're 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 mad at Jim. You're not mad at us. You're mad at Jim." She's like, "Well, Jim's not here." <laughs> what? And then all of a sudden. Guess who appears out of nowhere? In my mind, he comes up out of the hoardage. Like, whoa, where am I? He's practically a magician. Jim's back. And like, everybody's like, what? Where did you go? Um, I'm here now. <laughs> Never explains himself, Jim. And then like, the therapist's like, okay, we need to talk about this. Are you, are you coming back for real if she gets this taken care of? Of course, yeah, I'm coming back. Because I mean, that family needs an anchor. Right. And obviously, Jim isn't it. You can't just come back in someone's life and constantly make promises. I'll be back. Well, the, he, well, the thing is, Jim, he's planning on coming back. He's just got some things to take care no, of No, he is never planning No, no, he's back. got some things to take care of. I know of. Jim. No. I know Jim. He's got some things he has to take care of in Las Vegas first. What does he have to take care of in Las Vegas? It's not going to take, it's not going to take five minutes. It's not going to take ten minutes. It's going to take about 15 minutes. Um, he's, is he that specific? Is yes. that a quote from him? Yes. He's got, he's got some books there. He's got, he, he's got to read some books there. Wait, he has books, and that turns into he needs to read books. He has there, to read some books, Which there. means it's going to take more than 15 Well, he has, to, he has to read some books. He's trying to become a herbologist. Like I say, I have to go into business, you know. What kind of business? Well, I, I like to read. I got books, you see. And, and you want to go back to Vegas because you have some books to read, is what you said? Automobile herbologist. I forgot to tell you that. What? Herbologist. You know what that is. You're in school? Yes. Okay. He's in school. Be there. Okay. <laughs> Jim, do you think it might be more important to be here with your wife and take yes, care of home a, than to read books? Do you, what reading books that you could do here and be here with your wife and take care of the family? I'm a guy that likes hot weather. More lies. <laughs> All lies. <laughs> what? What do you What do you have to do in Las Vegas? Read books. I'm just read books in Vegas. I'm becoming a herbologist. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jim, what are you fucking talking about? You are crazy, and I love you. In his defense, Vegas is known for its liberal uh, library laws. <sighs> in fact, that, you know, overdue fees are non-existent there. Oh, that's very true. He's got to read those books so we can become a herbologist. Come take care of those 12 babies. Dude, the more you say this, the more I really want him to have his own show. I love Jim. VH1 does this all the time. Someone appears on his right. show and they give them a, a spinoff show. Let's just go. Why can you just be hoarder spinoff, Jim? Jim and the Horde. <laughs> <laughs> what if Jim is the hoarder? What if he hoarded all this and she just continued it? Like she got these tendencies from The only thing Jim is hoarding is wackiness. And he has a plethora. The man is laden with wackiness. He... I love him. I love Jim. I want Jim to be my my shifty friend. My sideways shifty friend. I'm sure you can make that happen. I will I will make that happen. Jim, if you're listening, um hit me up. I don't know what you're doing in Vegas, but it sounds like fun. 
I'm all about reading books and becoming a herbologist. You can find him at the Herbology Center in Las Vegas. It'll be the best. Like a trip. Yeah. Like a ride down there. I'm in. I'm in. I'm like Flynn. On Schwinn. Be careful, though, because you can get sucked into it. You may be down there for a year and some change. Just a solid 10 cent piece <laughs> of wackiness. Brad, should we do a small section about recommendations really quick? I would love to recommend some things. What would you recommend? Well, guys, um, first you should know, we just moved to this new apartment. Um, I decided to spring for the cable and the DVR, and DVR is amazing. It's the best. Really? Guys, if you're not rocking a DVR, you got to. You got, if you have cable, there's no excuse for you not to have a DVR. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you have the internet and a computer, then you have Hulu and other methods. But if you're still rocking a television... And if you have cable, like you said, DVR is the only way to go. Right. It's the best. Um, I recommend a show. It's called Billy the Exterminator. It's a family-run extermination business, but Billy plays by his own rules. <laughs> he's a bit of a wild card exterminator. This cannot be good. At one point, he's uh, exterminating some bees. He doesn't use a u- normal beekeeper soup. That's really inefficient, actually. It's just, it's, it doesn't How work. How is that inefficient? It's, How is that it's, even ah, the design's bad. It's a bad design. Doesn't work. You've got, you don't have enough. But. You don't have enough. Uh, you don't have a full range. You don't have the full uh, felicity of motion that you would need to take right. care of the situation. So Billy's got his own rig out. He's basically got like a like a like a Halloween mask, and like he, and he wraps like he wraps like a feather boa around his neck to keep his neck safe. That way he's got full full use of his of his head and neck. He's got like some like like skater gloves, and I, it's like a weird rig. You have, you have to see it. Um, he doesn't succeed. Obviously, oh, yeah. he gets stung like crazy. He he only gets about four or five stings, but he gets the job done on time. Billy the Exterminator, <laughs> check it out. It's the a fact family. That you added the qualifiers on time. He got it done and on time. He got it done on time. Dude gets his shit taken care of. It's a family business, nonetheless. What is this on? His mom, his pops, they're there. Ah, Animal Planet. It's on Animal Planet. I'll try to look it up online. Also, of course, uh, always check out your Animal Cops. I've been especially a fan of the uh, Animal Cops uh, Miami and Miami Cops uh, Houston. A lot of hoarders come into the mix on there. Those Animal Cops don't fuck around with hoarders. They take it to them hardcore. Don't do that (laughs) on hoarders. Hoarders, they're gentle. They're trying to help the hoarders. Animal Cops, Animal Cops got no time for hoarders. No time for that bullshit. (laughs) They will euthanize an entire house of 50 cats because they're all (laughs) feral. Right. Hoarder, like hoarders and animal cops are like natural enemies. They should combine the shows. I've, wait, here's a quote. I put this on Twitter, so if anyone's following me, uh, oh, <laughs> Scott will be back. The hoarder has had his last chance. Worlds collide. Salgado was back. <laughs> Salgado, you are a badass, sir. So check it out, Brad. There's some things I would like to recommend, not only for our listeners but for you. Oh, delightful. Question, have you ever had Indian food? I have never really had Indian food. I think I'm you, ashamed. I think you would love it. I'm sure I would love it. I've never seen coconut soup before in my life, and that did not look appetizing at all. Beyond that, though, I sampled, like, I went to an Indian buffet, mm-hmm. sampled a lot of stuff. It was great. But what you're going to want to try is a spinach dish. Oh, I do love spinach. I can't remember what it's called, but I saw it and immediately saw that spinach was inside of it and thought Brad would love this. Of course. And it tastes amazing. Nice. It's basically spinach and it has kind of like a cheese color to it. I don't know if cheese is in it. Oh. Great. And everything in India, or when you eat it in an Indian restaurant, is rice and then just like different sauces on right. it or creams. Dude, you got to try it out. I'm, I'm in. I'm we in need, like We need to do Ram Jack excursion to we an will. Indian place. Yes. Because I'm hooked. It 
It tastes great, and it really is. The next day, I was like, you know what? Indian food tastes good right now. So many times, so many times, I've wanted to dip in, but I just haven't done it yet. It's weird because in Cincinnati, like, I mean, I don't know where any other ones are except for one location, and they're all within walking distance of each other, which is weird. But there's quite a few, quite a few in the area. Those are the ones I know of. Of course, I don't seek out Indian food or didn't until then. Right, you're a simple Simon. Well, no, I just other cuisines. Um, so yeah, check that out. Also, if you're in the greater Cincinnati area, I recommend Jungle Gems. Nice. Um, a crazy place. Got a giant cheese there that's got cracks in it. Awesome. Totally unappetizing. They are full. I mean, the whole place just has animatronic shows everywhere. Ah, scary. Scary as hell, man. There's an Elvis <sighs> bear that's ear twitches. Ooh. Because it's in a, I mean, yeah, it's old animatronics. Yeah. Took me right back to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, uh, do you remember the days of Showbiz Pizza? Yes. That scary gorilla? Well, the same. Oh, that gorilla. You fucking bastard. Creepy. Robin Hood addressed me personally. The animatronic Robin Hood terrified me. It, just, it should. Also, something that was weird, there were like f- giant tanks of fish. You could just like, hey, I want that. Get it for me so you can get raw fish. They schooled. There were three giant tanks beside each other. The ones in like the far tanks would school toward the, the edges to be with the middle ones. Hmm. It was weird, dude. That's awesome. No, because they were looking at you as you walked by them. Which is awesome. Fish with what initiatives. I don't know what's going on. Fish just want to check you out. Be like, hey, what's so up? I, I recommend those two things, bro. Awesome. Indian food and jungle right. gyms. You, you, when Both you said food so, related. When you said spinach, you had me sold because I've eaten spinach every day for two weeks. <laughs> because I love it. You had some withdrawals. I did. I had some time without a refrigerator. Now I've got a refrigerator, and that refrigerator is chock full of spinach. This was one of those guys who just won't admit that anything they said or did was inappropriate. To hear them tell the story, this is all fantasy. Talking about this online isn't really doing it. It's just freedom of expression. It's fantasizing. We're not really going to follow through on it. And so that they shouldn't be held responsible. What's that you written on your hand? Is that, oh, it's a situation room. Brad, there's a situation you need to handle. Please. You are working for the state. Oh. Ah. I'm such an asshole. You really are. I'm a douche. You are presiding as a judge for the state. Ah. I judge you harshly. There is a case that has come to you. Okay. All right. There is a private art collection. Great. Worth $25 billion. Okay. That is not too far out from the city of Philadelphia. All right. There are some issues with this. First off, the guy who owned it originally died 50 years ago. He has some kind of school where the art collection is. Yeah. And he's like, I, in his will, he made specific, he gave specific instructions to not let this art go away from his institute. Okay. That was 50 years ago. Right. In present day, there are quite a few people who have interest of bringing that collection on the outskirts of Philadelphia, into Philadelphia, opening up a new museum so more people can enjoy it, mm-hmm. so it can might gen- generate some money for the city. Mm-hmm. Because this is an amazing art collection. You've got some originals from a lot of amazing artists. Okay. Famous artists. Right. What do you do as judge? Because that's pretty much your only options. Let mm-hmm. the art stay at the Institute where the guy who originally had it mm-hmm. willed right. it should be. Or do you let it come into Philadelphia to make money for the state? Where do you? What are your stance on that? What would you do? Simple solution. All right. We we let it go out 
to the museum where more people can see it. And we give the school money to rent out the artwork. No, it can't be that easy. It's that easy. It can't be that easy, Brad. More people get to enjoy it. The, the school's getting supported. It's still owned by the school. It's just being rented to the museum technically through the state. State's t- picking up the bell. What if they won't rent it? They will. I'm the judge. Because you're the judge. I'm the and cop. you're telling them what to do. That's what, that's what we're doing. Everybody wins. I don't think they're going to like that. Too bad. You would break a man's will. Who cares? He's dead. What? Doesn't matter. He's dead. Is that your stance on wills in general? Like, mm. should I die tomorrow and have wishes in my will? You'd be like, well, fuck that. Alex is dead. It's been 50 years. Let's move his art It's been 50 insane. years. It's been 50 years. <laughs> like, the play, it's been, at, it's been at the school for however long. 50 years. Now it can, it can go on to better serve the populace. The school still owns it, technically. We're just renting it out to them. Renting it out to the museum. It's for the greater good. Is the, if, the school, if the school agrees, I think it's the school as property holder of the art. If, they, if they're down for this, which they should be because they're getting some cash off of it, it's their choice. It's exposure for the school as well as Philadelphia. Absolutely. Uh, duh. Let them bring it in. Yeah. Good job, Judge Brad. Thank you. Good job. Brad, what prompts this situation, which you handled quickly, efficiently, admirably, I'd, I'd also add. Why, thank you. Why you aren't a judge, I don't know. Ah, who knows? Clean up some stuff. I should so be a I judge. There's a documentary coming out called The Art of the Steel, which basically sets up this whole story. That is the whole crux of that movie. Wow. There's a guy in 1922, his name was Dr. Albert C. Barnes, who, according to this, formed a remarkable educational institute around his priceless collection of art located just five miles outside of Philadelphia. Now, more than 50 years after Barnes's death, a powerful group of moneyed interests have gone to court to control the art, intended to bring it into a new museum in Philadelphia. Only thing standing in their way are the people at the school who don't want to give it up because it was in his will. And I guess it helps the institute. Why not move the institute, too? What are you doing outside of Philadelphia? Yeah. Bring it into and the again, city. Pay, pay them. Give the money to the institute so the institute can better itself. The, how rotate does, it. Don't take all of the art. Take a portion of the art. Leave some of it there for the insti- institute and rotate it around. I'm sure that this story has more – I mean it obviously isn't just moneyed interest versus the noble right. students, obviously. Right. But the way they close the synopsis with, will they succeed or will a man's will be broken and one of America's greatest cultural monuments destroyed, makes me think there's an agenda already. Right. And I'm with you, Brad. This guy's been dead for 50 years. Right. What does his will matter? This is priceless art. I remember watching the trailer and thinking, this is ridiculous. Bring it into the city. Yeah. Duh. I don't care if it's a moneyed interest. That's helping culture. Yeah. Deal with it. It pissed me off. That, I, I just thought I would yeah. see if I was not the only person, if Brad, you would also feel the same way. And you did. Of as course. Judge Brad. Of course. See, you handle state issues a lot better than I do. Well, you know. I got to get creative. I got to get resourceful. <laughs> you would have killed everyone in the institute, turned, them, turned their families into dinosaurs, stolen the art. Well, that's not what I would do. You want to know what I would do? What would you do? No, I, we're not, we don't have time to go into it because okay. it would be elaborate, and I probably would end up destroying people's lives. Right. But it's because the state wants me to. They turned me to this hey, monster. They've turned me into this monster. They made monster. you this. I, I stayed strong. And granted, my situation was a little bit more clear-cut than the ones that – I've been given by the state in the past. Right, right, right. If the state has a dirty job, they send in me. They have, <laughs> nice. they have a job that they need solved right. quickly. Right. Then they give it to you. You're cold, you're cold-hearted, my friend. That's awesome. No, I'm not cold-hearted. Mm. I'm just good at what I do. Cleaning sure. up bad messes in even more elaborate bad ways. <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? 
but handled very admirably. Well Thank done. You. Well Thank done. You. Thank you. Situation. All right. Alex, we haven't recorded a podcast in a little while. We tr- we explained partially why you know we didn't record, but I think there's another reason. Okay. Your time in Las Vegas. You know about that? I heard that you and Jim got into semantics. Oh, I, Jim? Who's he? Now, here's the situation. <laughs> Myself, a hoarder's therapist, and the Las Vegas Police Department would like an explanation of what, just, what you and Jim were up to with your books and herbology. But you know what herbology is, right? You know what that is, right? No. Please explain yourself. You have a, a What were you and Jim doing with herbology in Las Vegas? <laughs> That's the situation. All right. Just so our listeners know, herbology is a traditional medical and folk medicine practice based on the use of plants and plant extracts. So that's what herbology is. Right. What have me and Jim been doing in Las Vegas? Well, it's also the study of collect- collecting uh, herbs, especially as a hobby. So it could also be that. True. It could be a mixture of a lot of things. I, it's either four and two. I, but, uh, okay. It can also be uh, alternative medicine. Uh, herbal medicine, herbology, and something else that's ridiculous. It can also be just collecting herbs. It can also be just collecting herbs. What are we doing in Vegas? Collecting herbs? I have and no reading idea. reading books. I want, I want an explanation. Brad. There's a hoarder therapist here. There's the police department here. Explain yourself. Cla- explain myself. Claudia, Claudia is waiting in the other room. What are we going to tell her? Because Jim is missing. Well, tell her the truth. Go in there and tell her that, look, I got books I got to read back in Las Vegas. I'm going to be a herbologist. That's your dream, to collect herbs and or use them for pseudoscience medicines. What were you doing there with Jim? What was your part in this? What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know why I was there. I had to read books. What kind of books were you reading? Herbology books. Tell me something about herbology. Uh... We weren't studying herbology. Right. I didn't we think so. We weren't studying herbology. I didn't think so. What was happening? What's going on? Explain yourself. We were living it up. We were living it up. <sighs> That's what I was afraid of. Our and podcast listeners was... were waiting. Claudia was waiting. The hoarder's therapist was waiting. Look, when you get out there and you start playing roulette, mm-hmm. start laying down some serious dough and blackjack. Right. Um, and I'll be honest, I played a little poker. Okay. And I was good at it. I was right. good and I made lots of money. Okay. I met a lot of new friends. All right. Made a lot of acquaintances with some ladies. Mm-hmm. Me and Jim just lived it up. I had some nice food. You would not believe the buffets in L.A. Wow. I mean, not L.A., but Los Angeles. What? Um, what? We may have globetrotted a little bit, and by that I mean we may have dipped over into the West Coast a little bit more than we wanted. Oh, God. We were rolling in dough, and we were irresponsible, and... I find it curious that this coincides with pilot season. But what do you mean? I'm just saying, you what disappear, you, you take Jim with you... You say you're off in Vegas. We raise a lot of money now in you're Vegas. Now you say you're in L.A. And then we take that money and go to L.A. for the buffets, like I said. I don't think there's buffets in L.A. Of, buffets are in Vegas, not in L.A. L.A. No, all the network. Uh, I meant oh, there's going to be a new show coming on. As your podcast co-host, <laughs> I feel I've been betrayed. Claudia feels betrayed by Jim. What are you guys doing? <sighs> Jim's going to have a new show, Brad. We were getting – look. What's your part in this? TLC knew they had they had landed on gold when they met Jim. We were trying to get a show pilot. We were trying to get a show pitched. What was your? Well, why were you? Why were you involved? Well, like I said, I am rather good at poker, blackjack, and roulette. <laughs> so I was the only person that he had that could raise the money in time. We had a few weeks, two weeks to be exact. So wait, wait, you paid for the for the pilot? It was me. It was Jim and five hundred bucks. 
and we raised over a quarter million dollars <laughs> for a pilot. What happened to the Ramjack Freedom Militia? Well, you know, when when someone starts waving 500 bucks in their face, it's like, you want to go to Vegas, kid? I hear you got some talent. No, I'm no. saying, with that money, why didn't you invest in us as well, opposed to Jim? Jim, I owe Jim a few favors. Let's just say that Jim and me shared some secrets in Vegas that will only stay in Vegas and also had the price of a quarter million dollars. <sighs> There's a lot of stuff. Brad, look, if I could have spent that on the Freedom Militia, I would have spent it on the Freedom Militia. Did you, did you bring anything back for the Freedom Militia? Memories. <laughs> Lessons learned. And sadly, Brad, I'm no longer allowed in Las Vegas <laughs> Damn, to man. use my gambling skills to raise more money. Because a quarter million bucks is a wicked lot of money, dude. You probably wonder why I got this cast right now in my hand. I was wondering about that. I said I fell down some stairs. I may have been beat up in Vegas trying to escape from uh, some boogies. Can you teach me to count cards? Didn't have to count cards. You have to believe in the cards. <laughs> nice. Okay. It's forgiven then. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. If, if I could have said anything, if we'll, Jim we'll let didn't the listeners have... Decide. We'll let the listeners decide. Look, there was... <sighs> Jim threatened your life. Jim came to me and said, I vanish. <laughs> <laughs> you want this kid to vanish? Picture of you. <gasps> he was going to vanish me? He was going to vanish you. I don't know what the hell that meant. I don't want to be vanished. So he said, come with me and use your skills and help me make the money for this pilot. You are so brave. He said he, he, said he was going to have a big break on his television show, and right. then that, that would be able to launch his career. So he just needed right. some money to help get a pilot ready so he could just have it immediately after the show. Right. And it's a good show. It's a good show. It pretty much chronicles mining him adventures in Vegas. It's All right. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Hey, man, a spinoff could happen. You're so brave. You're so brave. I did what I could. The people I love. Thank you. So we've come to the end of another episode, Brad. We have indeed. Episode 29 of Ramjack. Oh, God. It's good to be back in the saddle. Back in the saddle again. Back in the saddle again. How can people reach us, Brad? A multitude of ways. You can email us at ramjackpodcast at gmail.com. You can also call us at 206-339-5894. Visit our website, curiosityabounds.com forward slash Ramjack. There's a Facebook fan page. Just look that up. Ramjack yeah. podcast, whatever. There's a Twitter. That's There's a Twitter. Right. Ramjack podcast on Twitter. And if you're on Twitter, we have a Formspring account. So you can ask us random questions and we'll answer them in a timely fashion. It'll be fun for everyone. <laughs> Since this is a situation, whatevs. It's all good. Also, if you'd like to mail us, if you'd like to mail us a letter, if you don't use the internet... If you're listening to this podcast on a record album or a cassette tape or if it's been transcribed for you um, because you're deaf, then you can write to us at P.O. Box 721-841, Newport, Kentucky, 41072. And also, if you are Anna Martinez, we've received yet another voicemail. As we recorded, we've received another voicemail for you. So if you're Anna Martinez or looking for Anna Martinez, please uh, – we don't know where she is. We have no clue. We have no clue. We lost her in Vegas. <laughs> She's gone with Jim. Her and Jim. We want to talk about the music of the podcast, which is provided by Mercurochrome. You can find their CD at Mercurochrome. You can find their CD at cdbaby.com forward slash Mercurochrome. The song Out of Town is featured on this podcast with permission. Lightful. Yes. You love that tune, don't you? Yes, you do. You love it. Go buy it. Own it. Have it in your life. Wake up to it. Go to sleep to it. Dream to it. <laughs> Dream to it? 
Dream your dreams. To music. I'm trying to jog you with it. I'm jogging. I'm jogging. She has risen. Nice. We're almost on episode 30. That's really cool. We're about halfway mark to 50. Absolutely. We're just crashing and burning. We're not going anywhere, guys. We're not going anywhere. All right. And uh, remember, stay healthy. Square meals a day. And always, always have a healthy regimen of... I'll have to go back to Vegas, take care of some business, shake a few hands, adios, like that. But it's going to take 15 minutes. I can't do it in a minute. I can't do it in five. It's going to take 15 minutes.